Greetings again in the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you for joining with us for our teach time on the on fresh fire. We the, uh, we've entitled the message for today: Guide us, Holy Spirit. I believe that the important role of the Holy Spirit is that He would lead us and guide us into all truth. Now, in Acts chapter thirteen, we read yesterday about how Paul addressed or encountered. Elimus, the, the magician, and how he exposed the spirit that he was operating under as he began to draw on the spirit of the Lord and the spirit of discernment. Now I want to speak a little bit more about being guided by the Holy Spirit because I feel this is a very, very important part of our Christian walk is being guided by the Holy Spirit. That means Every aspect of our lives needs to be guided by the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 16 verse 13, it says, When the Spirit of truth will come, He will guide you into all truth. We know that God guides us through the Word of God. We, we, we spoke about that yesterday. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God also guides us through prayer. Amen. That means as he separates us and through the through the time of prayer, the, that means as, as they were fasting and praying, the Bible says, and the word of the Lord came to them and said, set aside for me Barnabas and Paul for the work of the ministry. But the Holy Spirit also guides us through the counsel of other believers. And we spoke about the importance of our associations and the people that we have around us. But I also believe that the Bible speaks about the Holy Spirit guides us through revelations. In, in Acts chapter 16 verse 10 it says, And after he had seen a vision, immediately we endeavored to go down to Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord has called us there to preach the gospel to them. Now when I look at the life of Paul, I'm, I'm tracking how he began to do ministry. He never did ministry out of what he felt that would be the best option, but he did it as he was led by the Spirit of the Lord. The, him going down to Macedonia and to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to them, he didn't do it because it was a good idea. Uh, many years ago, we, I preached a sermon on it's not a good idea, but a God idea. And the importance of is God ideas are birthed out of spending time with God, spending time in the presence of the Lord. And the Bible says that as he was praying and as he has, as trusting God, the Lord spoke to him in a vision. And the Bible says he responded immediately. Now, many of you know that when God speaks, he can, he can speak to us through his word. He can speak to us through a prompting of the Holy Spirit. We can hear the voice of the Lord. He can speak to us through prophetic words, but he can also speak to us through visions and dreams. And so we need to take, do not take it for granted when we just have uh, dreams and visions because not all, and I'm not talking about us now going to analyze every dream and every vision, believing there's a, a message behind it, but there are some dreams and visions that are very, very 
um, clear. They, 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 and they grab your heart and, and, and in that way you begin to, and even the things that you never thought of, that the Lord begins to prompt in, uh, upon your life. And, and I like the way that Paul did it. He responded immediately when he got a vision from the Lord. But the Holy Spirit also guides us through circumstances. In 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 7 to 9, it says, for, for I will not see you now by the way, but I must tarry a while with you, if the Lord permit. But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost, for a great and effectual door is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Now, even in this, Paul knew that there was a, a new direction that the Lord was taking him to, but he had to wait for a moment. Now, this is very important, that how to know when to wait, when to go. This is where the guiding of the Holy Spirit comes into, into place. Sometimes you may get a prophetic word, and that word may not be for that particular moment. You may get a word from the Lord, or God may show you a vision or a dream, but it may not be for that particular moment. We have to begin to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of God will confirm in your heart. It will give you the peace when you should be able to do certain things, make certain moves, make certain steps. Paul got the word from the Lord, but he didn't immediately just go. He understood what the circumstances were. He says, there's a great and effectual door open for me, and there are many adversaries. Now, I want you to understand, whenever you are going to be facing some adversity, the Lord will begin to prepare you for the adversity that you're going to face. So even if you're going to be led into situations, now I want you to understand, just because God said you need to do this, it doesn't mean it's not going to be without any opposition. There's going to be some challenges. So, so don't only say because there's opposition, God is not in this. You need to also be able to understand that sometimes you have to be able to, to display some enemies. When the children of Israel, they were promised Canaan. And when they crossed over the Jordan and they were going to take Canaan, there were already nations that were occupying the land that God says, this is the promised land that I'm giving to you. And they had to displace some of the, the, the enemies that was there. Sometimes you have to be able to overcome some adversity in order to get the inheritance that the Lord has for you. So understanding that God guides us even through circumstances. The Holy Spirit helps us to understand the scriptures. It helps us to understand the Bible says, but, but the Comforter who is the Holy Ghost, who I will send in my name, he will teach you all things, bring all things to your remembrance what I have said. But also the Holy Spirit sanctifies us. That means he prepares us, he presents us holy unto the Lord. Now, when I looked at this portion of scripture, I wanted to really um, deal with God guiding us. And uh, when I looked at the life of, of Stephen in the book of Acts chapter 7, verse, verses 51, it, it says, And Stephen is addressing the priests and, and the Sanhedrin, 
of the day. And he says, you stiff-necked people, your hearts and ears are still uncircumcised, just like your ancestors, you always resist the Holy Spirit. Stephen, as he was addressing them, it seemed like he was getting to the place where he was, he was saying to them, yes, you say you, you love God and yes, you serve God, but your hearts and your ears are not circumcised. That means it is not ready to receive the word of, of truth. Amen. They want to follow the traditions of men, but they do not want to follow God. And the Bible says in verse 54, this is what ended up in Stephen being stoned. And when the members of the Sanhedrin heard this, they were furious and gnashed their teeth at him. But Stephen, filled of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see heaven open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of the Father. At this they covered their ears and yelling at the top of their voices, they rushed at him and, and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. Meanwhile, the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of the young man called Saul. While they were stoning him, Stephen prayed and said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and he cried and he says, Lord, do not hold the sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. We're talking about being guided by the Holy Spirit. Stephen was ministering to a people that was not ready for the word of the Lord. How do we minister to people that are not ready for the word of the Lord? The Bible says he continued preaching to them. Even if he, when he's preaching led him to be thrown out of the city. The Bible says they dragged him out of the city. This is, not, this, is not a, this is not a casual moving of a person. This is a violent removal of a person. The Bible says they were so angry at him, they were gritting their teeth. They were gritting their teeth and in the midst of all of this chaos, and this is the, the powerful thing, in the midst of the crowds being angry, people yelling at him, people are screaming at him, people are, uh, people are, are pushing and shoving and dragging him. In the middle of being dragged out the city, the Bible says, and Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He was still filled of the Holy Spirit. Even when your enemies are all around you and everything is attacking you on every side, may you still respond from the, the place of the Spirit of the Lord. And he's, the Bible says he was filled of the Holy Spirit. He looked up into heaven and he saw the glory of the Lord. He was having visions in the midst of persecution. I want you to know today, no matter what is your darkest moment, no matter what is the most difficult time that you are facing in the midst of it, God can still show up. God can still minister. And he was speaking to them what he was seeing. And he kept on speaking to them what he was saying. They were cursing at him. They, they may have been shouting at him. They may have been kicking him. And, and they, uh, this was not a, this, uh, a casual removal. This was a violent removal of a man and yet he was saying I see heaven open 
and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of the Father. I want you to understand, God is still showing up. Even in the midst of all of the crisis that is all over the world, in the, in the midst of all of the despair, and even in the midst of all of the doubt and in the midst of all of the conflicting opinions and, and, the, and the different speculations of man, God is still on the throne. God is still in the midst of his people and he will begin to move. That's why it is important to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. And as he began to speak, they covered their ears. I want you to know that the world cannot hear when God begins to speak, they, they, the Bible says they cover their ears and start shouting. You see, it's only mad people that will cover their ears and shout when you are talking to them because they can't handle what you are saying to them because the truth and the reality of what you are saying to them was more real than what was taking place to, to him. I want you to know today, may we shout it on the mountaintops that our God lives. May we shout on the mountaintops that our God is interceding on our behalf. May we shout on the mountaintops that the Spirit of the Lord is going to begin to move upon the hearts and the lives of men and women in a great way in this time. They stoned him. They killed him. But I don't think they could silence the words which he was uttering. He was led by the Spirit of the Lord. One man's death caused a whole movement to take place. One man's sacrifice caused a shifting in the spiritual atmosphere. Today, I pray for the church of Jesus Christ that we will not become mediocre. We will not begin to settle. But with a loud voice, we will begin to state that our God is King over our lives. Our God is king over South Africa. Our God is king over, over KwaZulu-Natal and over, uh, over Durban and over Chatsworth and over all of the areas in our nation that we declare that God is sovereign. Yes, we know there are information and yes, we know there, there, there are different perspectives, but I want you to know that the purposes of God concerning your life will be fulfilled. That there are the people that are led by the Spirit of the Lord. And we want to declare, even in prayer, even in fasting, even in declarations. I want you, tomorrow morning when you get up, decree and declare the word of the Lord concerning your home, concerning your family, concerning your loved ones, concerning the church of Jesus Christ. And in this time, may we become stronger and stronger and stronger. That our faith will not fail us because we are led by the Spirit of the Lord. And the Spirit of the Lord will not be silenced. Hallelujah. So don't fail in your waiting upon God. Don't fail in your fasting and in your prayer. Don't fail, but become stronger in this time. Amen. Our God is with us. Our God is with us. And so like, like Stephen May we declare the word of the Lord. We won't be like the, like, like the ungodly who, who begins to resist the working of the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, work in my life. Work in my home. Work in our family. Work in our country. In the name of Jesus, we know that eye is not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has in store. Father, 
I pray today that we are led and we are guided by the Holy Spirit. We are not guided by fear. Perfect love casteth out fear. Father, I pray, O oh God, a sound mind over every son and daughter of God. We declare that the, whom the Spirit of the Lord has set free is free indeed. I declare, O oh God, breakthroughs in the lives and in families, in homes. I declare, O oh God, that you are changing even our nation. You're healing people, O oh God, and you, you are delivering us even from this, this plague and this pandemic, O oh God, that has hit, O oh God, the world. You are delivering us from it and you are bringing us out of it victorious in the name of Jesus. We declare today that you are God and King over our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Good night. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.